Hello, it's Nick, and this is your Daily Dose. I have to confess, I'm not as knowledgeable on other religions as I probably should be, so getting to talk to Bob about his upbringing and being Catholic is really helpful. And getting to live vicariously through him instead of having to go to confessional myself is pretty neat. Enjoy. Have you ever gone to confession? No, there's no uh, Greek confession. Oh, it's a creepy, weird thing. It doesn't look great. I assume that pop culture gets some stuff wrong with it. Yeah, not so much actually with confession. Okay, really? because so it's you're supposed accurate. to at least for uh, I'm I'm I grew up Catholic, so uh-huh. I I went to confession when I was a kid. How it was often? Re- it was required um, weekly at, at one point in my life. Wow. Um, well, you go like before the Saturday before you go to church. Do you have uh, time to mess up? Uh, you know something? I had the lamest things to confess when I was a kid. That's what I'm thinking. Like... You know, I yelled at my brother. Um, I was mad at my mother. I don't think I ever got more than like three Hail Marys and, and two Our Fathers. Those are the prayers that you have to say yeah. as you walk away. Uh, and it just, it's weird because you have this weird plastic screen between you that has these little holes through it. So you can see the silhouette of the person on either side, but you can't make up the details of their faces. Right. And the, but you know who it is. You, I hope you know. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I have no idea, really. Actually, I recognize Father Rosencrantz's voice. And he had a very kind of a stern voice. And he would say, hello, Robert. Because he taught my catechism class yeah. uh, when I was getting uh, my confirmation in ninth grade. But it's this odd thing where you have to start out by saying the ritualistic words, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Okay. And then they'll say, and tell me your sins. And then you just start listing out anything that you think is a sin. He doesn't tell you something's not a sin or that it's a really bad sin. He just listens to the stuff. He asks if you've considered what you've done. Or if you feel bad about the things that you've done, are you sorry? And then you go off and, uh, and <laughs> that's how it works. And I ever really remember feeling solace or something good after that. It felt like it was just an obligation, something I had to do to go talk to the priest. So then, yeah, it, I, well, especially that often that it becomes yeah. such part of your routine that well and that was just really that was while I was going through the rituals and sure. the rites you know with going, I didn't have to go through confession until after I had my first communion okay when I was six years old which I have some adorable pictures of me in a little white gown with a, a little gold um I don't know what you call it, shawl or a gold uh, scarf around my neck, holding my hands in the classic prayer position, hair in a little pompadour. It was really, it was, it was really funny. A pompadour is probably what it was, not a pompadour. That's a museum. I think France. that's a, a pompadour mixed with a uh, cockatoo or dippity doo. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it looked more like a cockatoo, if, oh, I, if okay. we're going to be yeah. honest. But we have all of these pictures from my childhood of my sisters and my brother and I, you know, getting our, our Catholic rites. And my mother in her absurd bird hats. She had these hats that we used to call big bird hats because it was literally like a, a dome of feathers that she would just strap on her head and go out. Uh, that was mom. Now, was First Communion like a separate per family, per child, or was it a group thing? Was it during church? It's first grade, and and they had, 
they usually had it attached to a church ceremony. Yeah. So it was either the beginning of church because they loved to parade the little kids in all becoming full fledged Catholics. Yeah. You know, it's like the flock is growing and this is where it's at. This is why also you have no confession before your first communion because you've not been blessed into the church yet. Yeah. So. Technically you can't, all the sins you did up until six year old, six years old don't count. Thank goodness for me. Yeah. Honestly. That's why a lot of your stuff, yeah. the worst you could stuff not be life. tried as an adult. Honestly, before the age of four, all my worst sins, but I don't want to talk about that right now, Father. <laughs> so we get baptized. We Greek Orthodox we, yeah. get baptized uh, like within the first six months after we're born. Okay, yeah. And they they were underwater, like they dunk us. I think I was baptized, but I don't think they dunk us underwater. They put you you put your head underwater. Uh, yeah, no, as That's a baby, a, yeah. So as opposed to uh, doing any kind of first communion, we're there yeah. from that point on. Yeah. So they count all of our sins, <laughs> except a couple of times we got to just pee wherever. Is that a sin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's nature. You're built that way. Yeah. Like no. Natural pee wherever. <laughs> Hello, friends. It's Bob. Even though it's been several decades since I've seen the inside of a confessional, I have to admit that I love the idea of all of it. This magical place where you can go speak freely of all your wrongs. And then you're given a prescribed mantra that will wash it all away so you can start fresh. It sounds like a massive dose of self-forgiveness, but with a middleman of cloth. It makes me want to ask you, dear listener, what sins would you confess if you knew you'd be forgiven? Thanks for listening.